Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. Johnny Rona. And today we are going to be reviewing The Crew and Paris. So thanks for joining us for episode number 63. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean dressed in a hazmat suit as far away from me as possible. Dean, why are you dressed in a hazmat suit and as far away from me as possible? It has not been a pleasant week in Meeple Town. It has not. Would you say that's correct? Dean is afraid to catch a computer virus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should I put in some canned laughter on that one? I don't know. What to, I don't really know what to do with that. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Like, uh, like Full House and all those shows we used to watch back in the day. Little used canned, to watch. Little, oh, he says. I hope that you don't watch that anymore. That show was terrible. What? Full, Full House. House? Was, it was a. It was dude. When I became a teenager, I like w- I went back and watched some of the stuff. Like I'm talking about like 16, 17 ager, and I was embarrassed. It was so cheesy. I was like, Why did I used to watch that when I was? 11 or 12 years old or whatever yeah but you were like an angsty teen that's why you didn't like it i need to go back i don't know man it was embarrassing no the new version my wife was watching and i was like i was cringing i was like i actually feel sorry for you that you're watching this right now it's the jokes are so bad (laughs) oh my god laughter is so horrible all it's just it's so bad it's horrible that's all, all right. I'm gonna, that's, that's it. That's a let's reality. Just, let's cut it out, John. Oh my gosh, please. No. <laughs> that's not that's not cheesy comedy. That's good classic comedy. No. 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 Nope. All right. Well, there you go. So, I'm obviously Johnny Rona cuz it hasn't been great in Meeple Town cuz I got COVID. Um, what? A week or so ago, Dean? No, more than a week ago. 10 days ago to be exact cuz my quarantine is officially over, they say. So they say. That's right. So yeah, it's been, uh, it hasn't been so bad. I'm thankful that it's been, I've had a mild case of it. I do know that I've got a friend right now and his dad's in ICU. So it is very real and got to pay attention to it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad in Tennessee right now. I know, um, my coworker, uh, has a family member as well. That's, that's not doing so well. Right now, my sister actually just tested positive too. She's, oh, really? Um, yeah, she's. It's not so bad for her so far, anyway. So, for me, it was Goodness. just. It was weird. It. I just was. I mean, I had. I, I can't smell anything still. Um, my taste is kind of wonky. The most interesting thing was I was just so exhausted all the time, so tired. Like for a week, I just. I didn't really feel sick. I just felt exhausted, wore out, tired, going to bed at seven o'clock at night. It was it was strange, honestly. It was a, it was like I've never experienced on a sickness before. It just, yeah, it just felt different, way different. And that was me. I know it affects everybody different ways, but sure, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but uh, so where are you where are you recording from right now, John? I didn't ask you this. Before I'm in we my started. I'm in my quarantine room. I'm in my quarantine oh, okay. room. Oh, but I mean, I'm, room, I'm out. Right. Yeah, we have a you know bonus room above the garage. You know, one of those things, and I got a mattress and I've been sleeping on the floor in here for uh, you know a while now it's been 
not great, honestly. I mean, the sleeping part of it's been not great. Overall, I'm very thankful for how well I felt over this. And so I just yeah. I, I feel blessed and thankful because I know everyone else that for other people, it's been pretty tough. So yeah. anyway, I don't. Yeah. So that because of that, though, I figured I would bring that up because because of that and because of the holidays coming up, Dean, what are we what are we going to do with Meeple Town podcast for a month? We are not going to be going every week. That is for sure. So yeah, <laughs> part of that is it's been kind of hard to keep up with that anyway. Um, we're still trying to figure out what's going to be best for Meeple Town for us and our schedules and for work and also trying to get out all the videos that we're trying to get out. So for now, for the rest of the holiday season, we're going to be recording every other week instead of um, instead of a weekly podcast. And yeah. and then at the beginning of the year, I'm we'll, sad we'll, about that, Dean. I am too. I've enjoyed doing up. the weekly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've enjoyed doing the weekly podcast, but at the same time, it has been, it's a challenge. And so we're going to, we're going to reevaluate and see if this is, you know, what direction we're going to go. If we're going to keep doing weekly or um, every other week. So if, if people want to chime Give in, us your feedback. we'd love to hear, uh, we, we'd love to hear what you think for sure. Um, Cause I would imagine some people are like, man, I just can't keep up with this many podcasts. You know, I would much rather you go to every other week. Yes. Um, some people might like us every, every week. And even if you say this is the way we want it, doesn't mean that's going to be the way that happens, but, but no. I would love to. Yeah. That, I was going to say, but your feedback is super wanted though. For real. Yeah. Like if, absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, if you've loved this every week and we get a bunch of people saying that, that really will matter. So let us know, go on the guild, send us, what's your email again, Dean? It is uh, MeepleTownGames at gmail.com. That's our normal email. If you have just general questions about MeepleTown, you can send it to MeepleTownMail at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. Do that, and uh, we would love to hear your feedback. Oh. Dean, you ready? You ready for... uh... Oh, we got a whole tournament going on here, don't we? With the polls? Is that what I was seeing on there? Yeah. Something about Thanksgiving food? That's exactly right. Did you finish this tournament, or is this like round one? It's done. We did a short one. We did a short one. Sorry, I got a little distracted, Dean. Pandemic Hot Zone North America is $11 on Miniature Oh, my gosh. Did you know that I was going to talk about that for this episode? Do you have that game? I do, and I just played it yesterday. No, I did not know. I was like, yes. I know it's a uh, it's a relatively cheap game anyway. Anyways, all right, let's do the poll, yeah. and then we'll get to that. I am excited to hear your thoughts about that, actually. I usually don't really care what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't actually going to throw this one in there, but John's got less game playing going on. Oh. And so last minute, I decided I was going to throw this in, and I did not tell John about it. So It's okay, yeah. because I have not been able to play any games lately, except for the ones that we're going to review, and those... Spo- oh, this would spoiler have been alert! Quarantine. I know it would have. Right. I was going to say spoiler alert. I had to play them virtually. Um, so, anyways, all right. So we did a quick mini favorite food, best food of Thanksgiving tournament. I did twelve things. All right, twelve things is what we did. The first one, Dean. I started to do it. I started to do it. Turkey, and then I said buck, buck, buck. That was a. Uh, not my best turkey impression. <laughs> Ugh, that was... All right, sorry. So what we got? What we got here? All right, so the very first poll was stuffing dressing. That's what I'm calling it because depending on where you're from, it's stuffing or dressing. What do you What do you say? What do you say? Dean? I usually say stuffing. What What is? Who says stuffing? Tennesseans? Mm, no, I don't know about that. Actually, I don't. I don't know. I just, what do you say? Let me get some of that. 
I don't, I think I use them interchangeably, honestly. Okay. Let me get some of that. Is there a stuffing. difference or no? Let me get some of that dressing. I think I say dressing. I think dressing, if it's not stuffed inside the turkey, right? Isn't that that's, the that's the, that That is. That is. But in, but I think regionally, it's just people call it one thing or the other. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe daddy's wrong about that. But so let's just, I'm just going to say stuffing. since that's what you're, that's what you're down with. Stuffing. Hey, wait, before you do that. Oh my gosh. I was, I was looking at this thing yesterday that said it was the top, the top like Thanksgiving recipe search in each state. That was stuffing? Which was, uh, which was pretty interesting. No, what do you think Tennessee's was? I might um, be wrong about it, but I think I remembered it right. <laughs> I would say stuffing or dressing. No, it was um, sweet potatoes. Uh, that was my like, second. Dang it, I almost said that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Stuffing. Cranberry sauce. I did that for you, Dean, because you like your cranberry you. sauce. I can tell you I did not vote for that, though. Pumpkin pie or mashed potatoes with gravy. I'm getting so hungry right now looking so at this. So you just said, like, what's your favorite? Is that? Yeah. I said I said we're starting a mini Thanksgiving food tournament. First four choices. Pick pick your favorite. Uh, based on the top searches that I saw in each state, I'm going to go with mashed potatoes and gravy. And you would be? Wrong, dear sir. <laughs> that was actually the one I picked too, minus the gravy, just the mashed potatoes. It did pretty well. It did pretty well. Um, yeah, it's it is weird not seeing you face to face when we do these, Dean. I want to see Make your. I want to stare in your eyes and like look at your face as you do this. Like it's just, yeah, I'm a little sad right now. Actually, imagine I'm a cringy kidding. face right now. That's what you get. Yeah, there you go. You All right. It? Okay. Uh, no. All right. What's the what, so, what's the winner? Uh, then? Stuffing, stuffing is the that's, winner. That's exactly right. Give me the okay. percent real quick, and then we'll move on. I would imagine these are probably fairly close. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm going to say 30 percent. That's pretty high. Fifty-two, fifty-two percent stuffing. Thirty, excuse, yes, thirty percent mashed potatoes with gravy. Only eleven percent pumpkin pies. I mean, that's a big deal. Thanksgiving pumpkin pie. I love love pumpkin pie. Seven percent said cranberry sauce. I'm actually surprised you got votes on that. I like cranberry sauce, but those were some heavy hitters to go against it, right? Love cranberries, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Did so I tell you my dad, my dad's uh, pumpkin pie story. <laughs> do, you, do you want a story after every one of these? Um, Is that do I want one or will I get one? Here's yes. what you're gonna get. One year, my dad he always makes a bunch of pumpkin pies for everyone to take a pie home. Okay, he'll make I seriously mean, like kids, like a to go pumpkin pie. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and often a. Pumpkin pie and a cherry pie to go. That's pretty nice. Um, so one year, I think he probably made like six or eight pumpkin pies and forgot to add sugar. for oh. And we all ate it. It must have been around the same time the next day and all called him around the same time. Like, what is, <laughs> what is this garbage going into my mouth? So he felt really bad. No sugar pumpkin pies are not where it's at. Wow. That's interesting. I bet that was not not great. I tried no. to make, um, actually, I'll just say this with the next poll coming up. I tried to make a, a healthy sweet potato casserole. That was the worst decision I've ever made. I like, like to make no marshmallows. No, I mean, I had a, a little sugar, but not much, like barely, like I barely sprinkled some and it just tasted, I mean, I like sweet potatoes. Don't get me wrong. I like to eat sweet potatoes with no sugar. I do it all the time. Every week I eat some kind of sweet potato baked fries or oven baked sweet potato or something we have that but when we you do that a lot too. we do it all the time but whenever you're expecting sweet potato casserole 
<laughs> and you're expecting it to basically, it's a dessert. It's a, it dessert. a dessert. Absolutely. And you take a bite into it and it doesn't taste like that at all. It's super disappointing. And I was the one who made it for the entire family that year. I think everyone was pretty like, pretty bummed. That screwed it up. You like, you like marshmallows? Hold on one your... second. One second. Okay. Sorry. My hat had to come off. No, my hat had to come off. I don't like marshmallows in general. Okay. I'm not against it. You like peeps. I hate peeps. (laughs) Okay. We're not going down this rabbit hole, but I, I prefer like the, uh, I don't know what they use. Walnuts, maybe pecans, something like that. Yeah. I like a nice, um, my parent-in-laws and we do a nice, like crispy, like sugar. Honestly, it's like sugar. And I think they use cake batter crust. With some pecans in there. Yeah. It adds this like crunchy, like, like crunch that you crunch down into. And then the soft sugar, more sugar in the sweet potatoes. It adds a crunchy crunch crunch. That's quite the crunch. It worked out pretty well. It works out pretty well. All right. So here here we go. Sweet potato casserole, turkey, tofurkey. Is that right? You put tofurkey? I wrote tofurkey. Dean added it. So everyone knows that I don't want any of that garbage. Okay. I bet that's the winner. And ham. Oh, I'm going to say turkey. Turkey's the winner at at like 60%. All right. So I didn't read any comments based on the last one, by the way. I need to do that real quick. I mean, at the end of this, but I'll go ahead and do this. It is exactly toki, tur- turkey. It is exactly <laughs> turkey at 60%. Are you serious? 100% 60%. correct. Exactly, exactly 60%. 60%. That's exactly right. Have I ever gotten it like exactly right? Probably. I think you probably have. Okay, that one was a, little, a much easier. And that than was good one. after. I mean, after you swung and missed on the front first round so badly, I Followed felt I actually felt kind of bad for you. Yeah, twenty percent. But ham was fifteen, so sweet potato casserole just didn't do too good, too well. Tofurkey got five percent. Did you do that? I did not actually. So someone I went on not. there and voted for some tofurkey. That, Usually you give me, you send me a text telling me you're putting it there, so I'm one of the first people to vote. But I did not see that one at all. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. I like. I want to know who who's eating the tofurkey. Uh, I don't know. But our, our comments on the first one were a lot of uh, a joke. tough tough choices and stuff like that. And Tim did say, "Wait, are these on pizza?" I'm confused. Because <laughs> we're so used to that. Nice. All right. Nice. All right. So let's do the let's do the uh, the third one right her. So the third one was. Pecan? Do you say pecan or pecan, Dean? Just I say pecan. Okay. Is that the right way to say it? I used to, but the more country I want to be, I say pecan. I think I actually say pecan. Pecan. Give me some of that pecan pie. Give me some of that pecan pie. Yeah, it just depends on what mood I'm in, actually. Okay. Pecan pie, cornbread, apple pie, a green bean casserole. Ooh. Say that one more time. Pecan pie. Cornbread. Apple okay. pie. Green bean casserole. Yeah, that one, this one's a little tough too. Yeah, um, this is a tough one. I think so. For me, I would say like probably pecan pie out of that, but I think apple pie might be more popular overall. Maybe I don't know. This is tough. Mm-hmm. Might not be one of those, but I'm gonna say apple pie. Oh, uh, yeah, over cornbread too. You're right. You're right. Nailed it. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. Twenty percent. I would not. I did not think it would be that. Sixty percent pecan pie. I mean, twenty percent. I'm sorry. Twelve percent green bean casserole. Eight percent cornbread. Bean. You like green bean casserole? I do. I do. I like everything. 
I like everything. We uh we do fresh green beans, fresh mushrooms and stuff, not all that canned garbage, and it's way better that way. Oh, sure, but <clears throat> but I don't. I make it like the super simple way. Oh yeah, well, and you're absolutely right. It's much better the other way, but I still is, like it. It's good. Uh, Ryan Fournay said green beans are nasty. That is all. Ryan, oh. that is incorrect. Incorrect. Boot him out of Meeple Town. Out of here, Ryan. <laughs> That's got to be strike three for Ryan. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, Carl at N20 Games said he voted for apple pie, but depending on the day, he might vote for pecan pie or cornbread. It's tough to top apple pie, though. Now, my response to this was the truth. I Number one, pecan pie is something that I absolutely love. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream, though, that's it's amazing. It's dead gum, really stinking good. It's stinking yeah. good. But here's the thing: since this is a Thanksgiving thing, I would absolutely pick pecan pie because I don't get it that often. I can eat apple pie. I mean, you can make apple pie any time of the year, right? Pecan pie. It's usually Christmas, Thanksgiving. See, that's funny because I would say I would say I think of apple pie more when I think of Thanksgiving. Maybe that's a family. That's thing. interesting. I don't because we've never. Yeah, I've never in any of my families done apple pie for Thanksgiving. So, but pecan pie is a pretty southern thing too. So it is a southern that, thing. Like my my family, my side of the family rarely has pecan pie. Sometimes we always um, same do. thing with cornbread. Honestly, we never have cornbread at really anything that we do. Yeah, yeah, that's a southern uh, thing. Too. Do you have Do you have cornbread at Thanksgiving? Um. Well, yes and no. Sometimes we have it by itself, but also my mom's stuffing. It starts with cornbread. So, which I just found oh, out. I, gotcha. So she starts, okay. you have to bake a, th- a loaf of cornbread and that starts the stuffing. And then you add the other stuff into it. And it's phenomenal. Honestly, it just will pretty much rock your face off. Wow. How about are that? we still, are we still on, are we still talking about food? This is the last one, this Dean. Path? This is the last All right, one. All right. So I took the three winners and pitted them against each other. Dean, what's the most popular apple pie stuffing or turkey? It's gotta be turkey, right? It's Thanksgiving. Board Game Hot Followed Takes by... podcast says he cannot believe Tofurky didn't make it to the finals. Oh, there we go. Tim's the one who Tim's the one who picked it then from Board Game Hot Takes, I'm guessing. Maybe. He picked Tofurky. Maybe he did. So you're going to go with the classic, right? I mean, I would do. I would too, Dean. Why not? Turkey is the main the main dish, the main squeeze. But stuffing beat it, baby. Who Let's picked go. stuffing over turkey for Thanksgiving? <clears throat> Me. Bah! I'm serious. This is, this is rigged. The one thing that I look forward to, man, that's 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 a, that's wrong. I think pecan pie might be the one thing. I, I'm not even a sweet guy. Maybe not. No stuffing. No. N- no sweet potato casserole. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was stuffing, dressing. Uh, turkey was number two at 33. percent It was 40 percent for stuffing. And twenty eight percent for apple pie, so that was very close, very close. But I, I'm I'm surprised. I, I was rooting for stuffing. I, th- I think that probably is my most looked forward to item. My mom makes killer stuffing; it's killer, bro. I got the recipe this year because I can't go th- see my mama. My whole family. I do like in some stuffing. I like some stuffing. So okay, how about can I do the next poll? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, I got. Hear me out. Okay. Can I do that? I've been No one's gonna no. Who Yeah, I'm gonna throw up Christmas in Vienna. I'll there's a Nashville one. Um it's Nashville Christmas Carol that just I just watched it last night. This is bad. And 
Amanda fell asleep and I said, look, I'm still watching it. I watched the whole thing. So I want to know what Meeple Town thinks about their favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which what Out of those two, what's your favorite, John? I don't know. I've never watched either one. <laughs> I've never watched either one, nor do I want to watch either one, nor do I want to see a poll about either one. I'm just going to tell you how I really feel. You know what I was going to do for the next poll? What's that? It was going to be epic. It was going to be an epic okay. showdown. Since we talked about turkey, white meat versus dark meat. Don't even tell That's everyone. It? That's it. That's all I want to know. What's better? Don't even say it. I'm going to ask that question this week. We can do two polls. Okay. You want the white meat? You want the dark meat? There's only one choice, and I am very passionate for my choice. No, there are two choices. You just said two no, choices. No, no. I mean, that's. I mean, people who are wrong pick the other one. So that's all I'm going to say. And mm, I think there's. Nah, nah, we can talk about this next. It's time. going to be next time. So that's a little cliffhanger. If y'all want to vote, that is a, that is a highly debatable topic. There, get on Twitter, go to at Meeple Town Games, and then. Go ahead and give us your thoughts. And let us know what your favorite Hallmark Christmas movies are. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about board games? Are we good with that? I mean, the only thing that I don't like about this is I'm going to actually be silent for a while and let Dean rattle on, rumble on about stuff for a while. <laughs> hopefully, he does it. Hopefully, he does this pretty quick. Right, y'all? Yeah, normally, I'm very quick about these, right? You always should tell too many details. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about three You're way more thorough than me, that? which is actually a good thing. <laughs> it's good that we balance no. each other out. Actually, it is. I'll be pretty brief on this, I think. Um, that's what I said last time, but I really will be. All right, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Twinkling okay, Lights Okay, I want to hear about this. That's that's quite the the name of a game. How about that name is almost as long as what my description is going to be. Is that the official name? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Twinkling Lights Game. Okay. That may All be right, the longest another... name I've heard in a long time. <laughs> This is another Funko game. The ones I talked about last time were uh, the Snowball, the elf one, and uh, Frosty, I forget the name of that. Frosty the Snowman, the Follow the Leader, I think is the name of that one. Okay. So Christmas Vacation is the one I was maybe looking forward to the most, I think. And this is a, it's a tile placement game. It's a two to four player game. And you each start off with three cards in your hand and they have... uh, configuration of christmas lights okay so two of them have three lights in a row and then one has four lights in a row and you are going to be placing tiles with christmas lights on them and you are trying to get that configuration to match your cards when you do at the end of your turn you can you can play as many cards as you've completed at the end of your turn whoever does that first wins okay that's it that's the whole game okay what do you think there's a couple twists one let me tell you two twists real fast because that that in itself i think is it's fine um, but twist it has a two twist. Some of the tiles you can build on top of other tiles. So you're covering up other spaces, which really changes things and opens up everything a lot more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing is you, if you get a broken strand light, it's only going to have one light on there as opposed to the normal two. Okay. And I would, if I drew that, I would give it to another player. So if you and I are playing a two player game, I would give you that. And on your turn, you would have to play, have to place that on your turn next time. So there's a little take that in there as well. Okay. Um, Did you like that part of it or no? That's it. Uh, it, it, I thought it was going to be, I thought I was going to hate that part. I did not. I okay. thought it was, I thought it was fine. I thought it was going to be much meaner than it was, but it's not that big of a are deal. Are you doing it regularly? Um, I don't know how many tiles are in there, but it wasn't constant. 
Okay. No. And sometimes you don't like, I might not want to pass it to you cause I might really need that light that's on that tile. Okay. Um, so I thought this one was fun, but I'll say this. It was thinkier than I thought it was going to be really not, like it's not a heavy game. It's a weight of one, but when you draw a tile, you're going to be looking on the entire board, every single configuration of tiles that are Got on you. the board to see if you can complete yours. And okay. that it, it played slower than what I anticipated that it would. Um, okay. And like, it, it's a, it's a puzzle. That How long did it take you to play? It says 20 minutes on here. We played a two player, just me and my wife. Okay. And it took us mm, probably a little longer than that. Probably 25 Probably not thirty minutes. Probably about twenty five minutes, I would say. So overall, I mean, is it this is this a keeper? Is this one to keep playing, or is it kind of a meh? Uh yes. So okay, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be ranking these, I guess, as I go. Okay, I've played all of them now. I think um, this is better than probably both of those that I played last week. I think I like this better okay. than the frosty one and better than um, the elf one. That's interesting. Okay. That's okay. All right. So is it, is it, but does the theme weigh heavily in that or no? I, no, mean, I know that you really all. love this movie. I do too. Yeah, I do. But it didn't, it didn't really at all because it, the, it the cards have like movie quotes on there. Like, um, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? Yeah. Like those. I don't know, um, Margot. Yeah. So it actually has both of those cards. And, and uh, that's the only theme that you're going to see. The tiles themselves are just Christmas lights. Okay. Um, which is fine, but it's, yeah, I really, I, I thought this one was fun, um, better than the other ones, but, um, you know, for somebody like you or somebody who doesn't care about Christmas games, obviously no, um, but, I, you know, like if I'm it. ranking this right now, I would say this one is is not my favorite one of these, but it's second or third favorite, I think. All right. All right. Christmas Story. Next. Okay. Oh, Christmas yeah. Story, a major card game. Um, this one is pretty interesting so you have two cards face down in front of you all the players do okay you've mm-hmm. got three cards in the middle face down what you're trying to do is you're trying to find the location of the secret decoder pin and the the location of the bb gun okay if you can so on your turn all you're going to do is you're either going to swap one of your cards out with one in the center and look at the one that you're taking so you're peeking under okay. the card to see what it is okay all the cards for the most part are going to be face down sometimes you'll have some that'll pop face up so you know what they are okay Okay. Um, you'll either do that or you will dare somebody to swap cards with you. You pick their card and your card, you swap them out. And if they agree to the dare, uh, then you're just going to look at that tile. Now, if they don't agree to it, they're going to have to take their card and put it face up. Okay. They get to keep okay. it, but it's face up now. So everybody knows what it is. And then you will get this, uh, the lamp token. Um, the leg lamp. So it's actually got this little leg lamp token in there, which is really cool. That's that's awesome. And that gives you some special actions that you can take, uh, like triple dog daring somebody, or or if you have the leg lamp and somebody dares you, you can you can reject that dare and and get rid of your leg lamp. Okay. okay. Um, and that is pretty much it. We played this one four players and um, played this with five and eight-year-old. They could both play it. Um, the five-year-old needed a little bit of help at the beginning, but then got the gist of it. Okay. okay? Um, this one was fun. I think this might be my favorite of those that I've played so far. I really? Think. I th- does it, yeah, does it kind I of feel really like cool. silver at all? That's what I was kind of um, feeling you know, based on your description. Yeah. I mean, it does have a, elements of silver for sure. 
Um, it's it's lighter than silver. It's like a lot less rules. Silver's not rule heavy, but the, all the cards do different things, right? Um, and this yeah. one, there's no special abilities on the cards, and so that doesn't change. It's just how you're taking your actions and, um, you know, how you're swapping cards out with people. Um, this one says gotcha. 15 minutes on the box. We played this one in maybe 10. I don't even know if it took that long. It okay. was really fast. Um, do the kids like it or and, no? Yeah, they did. I think maybe it was their favorite. I think it was my five-year-old's favorite. Now, they played the... Um, they've played all of them except Christmas Vacation. Okay. I think that's right. Um, yeah, so they, they like this one a lot. I think this one was fun. Again, probably the funnest out of all of them. I'm going to mention one more, though, though John, because I just remembered that I didn't talk about the the other elf one. Okay. All did right. you see that any of these pictures that I posted or, I did. or anyone else has posted? Yeah, you okay. wanted me to compliment your picture-taking abilities. I did, yes. Yeah, okay. um, Excellent job, Dean. Thanks, John. So Wonderful. the one that is shaped like a uh, the elf hat, it's the triangle box. Yep. Uh, looks cool. Terrible design for a box, I think. But you can put it on your shelf. Yeah, you can put it on your shelf as a decoration, but as far as like fitting on your shelf and other games stacking it on top of it or whatever, awkward. not good. Um, this one, you are, this one's pretty clever. Okay, you. everyone is building the path of Buddy the Elf. Okay, you have these... Okay path cards these little tiny cards you place a card and that determines the path that buddy the elf is going to go when he crosses over these tiles you're going to pick those tiles up and they're going to go into these point scoring positions okay so if i go to the location of like the candy cane whatever okay let's say i go Mm -hmm. to the candy cane place i would take that tile put it at the top of the board and if it's the first one to go there it's going to be three points and then it goes down to two points i think or one point maybe okay at the end of the game, everyone has a card at the beginning of the game that they're looking at. It's got three locations. So you're going to score all three of those locations. So you're trying to go to yours first gotcha. so that they're worth more points. And that's the gist that's of it. Whole game, it you're, right? just, you're just laying these cards down and and Buddy's traveling along those those lines. Um, I sounds This one's up there. This sounds one's mediocre up there to me. You like it. No, it's pretty, it's pretty good for what it is. Again, it's a quick... Game that kids can play. Family's going to play this at Christmas time. This one says 20 minutes. It took us about 20, maybe a little more than 20 minutes. Okay. This is up there with Christmas Story. I think this one was a lot of fun, too. All right. Uh, but again, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think, unless you're like, you love Christmas, which I do. I love Christmas. And so for me, like, I get really excited about all you these games. Christmas. It might not sound like it. But I recognize, like, unless you care, you don't care. Um, if you don't like Christmas, you know, don't get super excited about playing Christmas-themed board games. And if you don't have like families that you're playing games with that are not gamers, yeah, then you might not care about these at all. Any but if them, yeah. those two things meet your requirements, these are really, really good games for that. I think my family's going to really enjoy these games. Okay, let me ask you real quick, and then I know we gotta we're gonna keep ripping through this. How do those compare to Home Alone, which I did not like? All of these are better. You think so? Wow. Okay. That's good. I, th- I think so. I mean, the I, reason I'm I, trying to think. I asked that question. I mean, number one, I love Home Alone so much, but I asked the question because I wouldn't mind having now I, Santa's Workshop definitely, and that's the only Christmas game I have. I wouldn't mind having another one potentially, but I don't know. Okay, so in that case, John, I would say you almost go on theme. You know, you know, on on some of those. Now, the only one I haven't played of this one yet is the Gremlin one, and it's the one that I'm least Ooh. excited about because it's a speed game. Um, the art on it's beautiful. I, I might be okay with a speed game just for goofy fun. It's kind of like, um, I think it's going to be like the uh, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza or Never the Christmas that. one. I'm actually going to be talking about the Christmas one. I can't remember the name of it, which we've played. 
where you're like placing a card down and then slapping the cards, that mm. kind of speed game. I got you. Um, I think my I think Amanda and the boys are gonna love that one. That might even be their favorite because they really like the There's Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. So well, then anyway, let us know about. All right, hurry up and let us know about Pandemic. We want to know. Okay, this will That's be really fast too because if you played Pandemic, this is Pandemic. I mean, that is it's Pandemic in a smaller box. You're only curing three diseases. You're playing in North America, okay? But all the rules are virtually the same. You're trying to collect four cards. Well, four cards. I think you're trying to collect five. In, oh, my goodness gracious. It's five in main pandemic, right? Yes. Jeez, I don't remember, man. Ooh, man. It's been a while since okay. I've played original pandemic. It actually hasn't been a while for me, but I can't remember. But anyway, Hot Zone, North America, you're only collecting four. Okay. And there's only eight locations of three different territories in the United States. Not just United States, but in North America. Okay. Okay. Um that's the the main difference. You've got three of the um of the epidemic cards in the deck. And uh yeah, that's it. So that's the base game. Now it does come with these crisis cards, which I have not played with yet. That's the only difference. The crisis cards you add in there for a for a bigger challenge. Okay. Okay. So if you played pandemic, you might not even care about this for me. I'm actually real excited about it. Cause I played this solo, um, because I wanted to, you know, see if there were any differences and they're, they're really minimal. Um, uh, but I think this will be one that my wife and I play a lot. We play a lot of pandemic, the cure. We like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think this could be one that, that fits in there every once in a while. But so these crisis cards will come out every once in a while and they'll just change the rules, um, in a bad way for you at times. So what you think? And that's it. Uh, yeah, uh, this one's worth picking up for ten bucks. Absolutely. For real? Yeah, you, absolutely. You really if, love pandemic. if you like pandemic. Mm-hmm, I do. It's, I love enu- pandemic. it's enough different to still be to be fun and all that. Yes, unless you play pandemic all the time, um, if that makes sense. So if you play pandemic all the time and you don't mind it being pandemic's not a long game, but Hot Zone North America is really short. It's gotcha. like what 30 minutes or something i think you're kind of you're kind of selling me on 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 giving but my wife doesn't like pen she doesn't like co-op games okay it Uh, will not change it for her but it's 30 minutes i mean if you like pandemic but you're like i don't want to play pandemic for an hour hour and a half however long it takes i think it's probably like an hour long game um i think this is really worth picking up it's it's really cool it comes in a really small box i i yeah who knows i might even get rid of pandemic at some point wow take it out there just because it's trash is that what yes, you just said? But I, I doubt I will. I don't think I will. I've got that older, cooler wooden cube pandemic that I like so much, so I probably won't do that. All right. All right. That's it. That's all I've been playing. That's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. Are you bored? Um, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get on to talking about a cooperative game called The Crew. All right, residents of Meeple Town, since you know I love some co-op games, there's a little bit of sarcasm there, right, Dean? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> virtually. I don't uh, think you hate co-op games. I don't hate co-op games, actually. I don't. Uh, I think some people think that I hate them. I don't, actually. I like I, I, I like co-op games, okay? They're not my favorite, but I, I'm, I'm down with... There's some that I, I really like, Spirit Island, right? All right, so... We're talking about a co-op game today, but not just a co-op de- game, Meeple Town. A co-op game that won the Kenner Spill against Cartographers and the King's Dilemma. 
Now, I have played Cartographers. I have not played King's Dilemma. You haven't either, right, Dean? That is correct. All right. So before we're done with this, Dean, we need to at least determine whether we like this better than Cartographers. Is that is that cool? I think so. But man, I'm so I really want to play King's Dilemma. Yeah, I'd like to play it as well. So in the crew, it is a co-op trick-taking game. So I'm not going to go over how you trick-taking and all that stuff, because if you know trick-taking, then you'll understand it. And if you don't, then just ignore it. It's hard to describe, probably, and get all the details done. So basically, listen, you're you're going on missions, and there are 50 missions, and they all have different types of of tricks, different things that you're going to have to win. You're going to start off very simply, right? Dean, you're flipping over a card basically. And one of the players, it maybe it's a blue four. Dean is the player that has to win that trick. That's it. And you've got what? That's 10 it. cards, 10 cards. All right. The next time, maybe there's two cards flipped over and now Dean has to win the yellow seven and I have to win the pink three. That's it. But they get progressively harder. In fact, there's going to be times where you're going to have to get cards in a row. Like, you have to win this one first, you have to win this one second, you have to win this one third. Or you have to win this one before you win this one. Or you have to win with trump cards only. Um, So, it just it's just simple trick-taking, right? I mean, you have four suits. You you have four suits, right, Dean? Or yeah, three well, suits. You, three suits and three suits the, and the Trump, right? And then the Trump. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you have um, yellow, there's, blue. There's not as many Trumps. That's right. Pink, and you have there's four Trump cards, right? Um, yeah, three plus the Trump. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it follows the in the standard trick taking rules, except for every game that you're playing, you're it's different. It's different because you're trying to accomplish a different task. What do you think about the art and components before we get into the gameplay, Dean? All right, so um, John mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. So we've played both of these digital, um, the games that we're talking about today. We're talking about the crew that we played on Board Game Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played this with uh, us two and our friend Steven. Yeah. Uh, Steven is... I haven't played games with Steven in a long time. Closest friends to Meeple Town, but also like just with us from the beginning. Yeah, we haven't played with Steven in a while, uh, or even seen Steven in a while. So it was, it was really good to play with him. Steven is now, a super fan. He, yeah, he's he a super fan. He likes me better than than the other. Whoa, host. whoa, uh-uh. That's, no, that's no, 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 no. And I say that very positively. I love some Steven, and I love how he loves us so much. <laughs> Icing <laughs> on the cake. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we played this with Steven. We played um, a bunch of these, but I have the copy with me right in front of me. Um, cards are fine. I think the the cards are good. I like. I like the little uh, miniature cards that you have on here. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm leaning down. Uh, the little miniature cards that you're going to draw to, you know, to to figure out which which objectives, uh, not the objectives that you're going to do, but which cards you're going to have to get for you, your objectives. Do you need to use the words little and miniature to describe them? <laughs> These little miniature cards. <laughs> I think for yeah, I do it all. For, us and the kids say "little mini" all the time, and I always <laughs> laugh about it. Like, okay, we could use one of the uh, other. But anyways, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. But they're these uh, little little miniature cards. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose that time. Yeah, I like that. I think that's that's a nice touch that you have the different size cards. Yeah. So that you can you know distinctify, as John says. Oh between, yeah, distinctify yourself. I also like the um the logbook in the in the rule book. It's like 
you look at the rules, but then you flip the book over and you've got the logbook on the back. So it will tell you what your uh, different objectives are for the um, as you play throughout the game. Yeah. If you can get through 50. So I, I, I like it. I think it's a good production. Yeah. I, also I, in a small box, which is a good thing. I don't see the cards in front of me now. I have watched other people play it online. I've seen them, uh, I guess, through YouTube or whatever. I looked at the cards. Um, I, nothing really blows my mind about the cards. I think they're. I think they look solid. Mm-hmm. They're linen finish. You like that? Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think the art is. I think the art is is looks good. Um, I'm not blown away, but solid. Very solid. There you yeah. go. So the gameplay is it you fun? Like well, I, let me preface it with this, Dean. Let's preface it with the fact that what a few weeks ago. We talked about trick-taking games, and I said, I've played, you know, Diamonds. I've played Fox in the Forest, Fox in the Forest 2. I mean, I've played a lot of trick-taking games, a decent amount. Of course, Spades, Hearts, Euchre, all those kind of things, Pinochle. Um, I always go back to Rook, is what I've said over and over, right? I'm going to say right. right off the bat, it doesn't change that entirely. But, but, I really like this game. Oh, Final thoughts. Are we moving in there already? No, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say, here's what I like about it. What, what makes it unique. And this is, this is the thing. So many trick taking games have, now there's a lot of, they, they, there's definitely ones out there that add a lot of crazy twists to them, but the crazy twist, quote unquote, I just generally haven't found those that interesting. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like even yeah. with diamonds, like I like diamonds. It's a fine game, but the diamond before, in front of the vault and out, like it's okay, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't make me go, yeah, I really want to play that over Rook or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, or even right. Euchre for that matter. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy just to play Euchre or Rook or just something, you know what I mean? Like the kind of a basic, simple uh, trick taking game. This, at, this is a lot different in the sense of A, it's co op. Now I have played another co-op trick-taking game, and that would be Fox in the Forest Duet. I think that's the only one. Dean, have you? Can you think of any other ones? No, I was trying to, and that's the only one I could think of is the is Duet. Okay, I didn't really like Duet to be real. I I didn't like it at all, honestly. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. It's it's wasn't my favorite, but it was still it was okay. Yeah, it was not. I didn't like it at all. Actually, I sold it immediately. <laughs> and how I really <laughs> feel about it. <clears throat> Bought it, played it three times, sold it. Um, this game has I a lot of just little interesting parts to it. And the the core of it though is what's so interesting is the core of it is a basic trick taking game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it, the, the difference is with those uh with the Trump cards because normally you do have um a full suit of Trumps in yeah. games like Rook or um y- Euchre is a little bit different because it's spade changes all those. but it's still yeah but it's still you just have one suit that is equal to the other suits, but it just trumps all the other ones, yeah. right? Yeah. With this one, having just those four trump cards is quite a bit different, but it's still like the same. The gist of it is the same, for sure. If you've played a trick-taking game, you'll immediately understand how to play this game. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, really fast. You can learn this game in no time if you know how to do trick-taking games. For sure. But what's what's intriguing about this game, though, is, and honestly, Dean, I'll be real, I wasn't that excited about playing this. Because I decided, okay, another trick-taking game, here we go. You know, I mean, I've played, because I, I just never get that wowed by them. Um, I'm not going to say I was wowed by this, but um, I, I don't, so I wasn't super excited. But the way that every game changes is pretty awesome. The way that I'm not, I, we have different goals every single time, and we're playing it cooperatively, 
I thought that that was really fun. There's some challenging things you've got to do. Yeah. It can get oh, very challenging. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> easy there. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You must really like this really, game. It worked up sometimes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like you said, like the, the, the gist of it, I had a concern. Okay. Playing this, the gist of it again, is you're just doing the mission of whatever it says to get. And yeah. when you start off, you're doing some pretty simple things. And in my mind, as we were playing, I was like, okay, if we're just doing this the whole time, it's not, I don't see how you're going to have 50 missions out of this. Cause it's basically going to be the same thing, but then it starts branching out. You know, you have yeah. to, one of them, I, is it okay to give spoilers on these? I think so. I think so. I kind of um, did during the thing. I mean, I just mentioned, I think you can give a few. Yeah. Yeah. Give a little bit. There, there's one that I thought was really unique. Um, that, that kind of, it, not kind of, it did change my mind about the way I thought about this game. There's one where you have to, um, you have to take a trick with one of the ones. ones. I knew you were going to bring that up. I figured one of the non-Trump ones. Yeah. Um, which is a, it's not like that's a, I mean that's a challenging thing to do, but it's not like you know over the top challenging. But the uniqueness of that I thought was really mm-hmm. cool because it wasn't just getting these cards that you're flipping over. It's not just doing these in a in a specific order. Although I do like that getting them in a specific order, but when you change the rules you know, or, you know, or, yeah. or something happens whenever the a trick is taken. Like there was one, I'm sorry, another spoiler, but like after your first trick, then everybody has to pass a card to the right. Or, yeah, or that was randomly interesting. Take a card from yeah. I really enjoyed those little rule changes. Uh, I thought it made it pretty interesting. And in fact, in that one specifically, uh, it won us the game by being able to do it that. It helped us. I had, I had three of the four cards we needed in my hand and I had to be able to take one of those. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a three. It was a yellow three. I had to be able to take that um, to be able to win. But when we randomly passed a card to the right, it took that one away from me, which <clears> won <throat> us the game. So which, I, yep. I, it's really clever. And we're not even halfway through this, right? We're Mm-mm. we're about a third of the way through this, I guess. Yeah. Uh, not even quite a third of the way through, I guess. But we've anyway, we played fourteen what, games out of fifty. Yeah. We've what we've seen. Fifteen. We played fifteen. Did we play fifteen? Yeah, we finished the fifteenth. Oh, because we had to go we back. We just couldn't stop. We were going to stop at like ten. I know, and we just couldn't. We just couldn't do it. Well, yeah, um, they just. What, what I was, I was going to say though, Dean is like, I, I use the term tickles my brain itch. This game does because it's switching it all the time. Like you it, have you to reevaluate. It? Yeah. Do you want your brain itch to be tickled? I do. Scratched. Okay. okay. I want it to be scratched. Actually, tickle it. It might make it worse. That's what I was thinking. I yeah. Was like, that doesn't sound like a good thing at all. Wow. Okay. Anywho, don't don't, don't tickle your brain itch. Don't is that that's something? Hey, should I make a shirt that says that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. But that that's the I world. mean that's that's what I liked about it, Dean. You're constantly reevaluating. Everyone has to reevaluate to think through how do how do how do we get this? How do how do we do this? Yeah, and for us, like again, we I really I had about thirty minutes blocked out because um, I was gonna <clears throat> watch Hallmark movies with my wife, and. um so I, I thought, okay, we can play in about 30 minutes. We can probably play, you know, six or seven of these just to give us an idea of how the game plays. We didn't know for sure if we were going to review this. We thought we were going to talk about it, but maybe not review it. Yeah. Okay. We just kept we playing. Got to, <laughs> we got to like seven and eight and we're like, okay, let's do a couple more. Let's do a couple more. And then we get so to easy. 13 and we're like, okay, we were, we we're definitely stopping at 15 because I was way beyond the time limit that I allotted. My COVID um, was hitting me a little bit. I was getting pretty tired too. Which, yeah, that's true. John was getting, John's getting a little tired. A little we played tired. this for what, an hour and a half, I think, probably? Probably something it. like that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I think someone dropped something in the kitchen if y'all hear that. 
you need to go check on that? No, they're going to be okay. No, they're going to survive. (laughs) All right. Um, Which for me, I think that's a, that's a huge sign of it. A good thing, right? Sure. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be, not everything has to be like a, like a Gloomhaven or a feast for Odin. Um, sometimes it can just be these fun games like the mind or Hanabi that really like take the world by storm. And it's a game that you just want to keep doing better at. Oftentimes it's these like cooperative, little cooperative card games that really get people lately. It seems like it. That's true. That's true. I actually, Dean, it's kind of funny that you said that because I was thinking to myself the last several years, I was thinking that every year they've come out with one of these, they had the mind. We had point salad last year. We have this, this year, you know what I mean? It seems like there there is a small card game that always, as you said, kind of takes board game by storm and starts going crazy. And this game has gone absolutely insane. Dean, this is going to blow your mind, and you're not. You, I bet you don't even know this. Okay. Are you looking on BGG right now or no? Don't. I am, but I'm not looking directly at it right this minute, and I have no idea what it's ranked or anything. I want so. you to just make a quick guess for what this game is ranked overall. I'd say probably like. 300 and something 54 are you serious wow Dead i was looking serious. at that but i did not look at it i am like what wow. it is ranked already 54 overall that is insane dude that's like some like wingspan type stuff number three family game yeah that's just okay. I, like I had to like I opened a new browser and did it again just to make sure that something wasn't glitching <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about any negatives real quick before we do our final, you know, thoughts and stuff. Do you want to go first on those or? Yeah, one of the any? one of the negatives I mentioned this to you and Stephen when we played this, but I thought with this one I could see it losing its luster after a while. Uh, now, okay, we're doing full on review, having played this what, seventeen times, I think. Um, if I'm not sixteen or seventeen times, sixteen. We've only we only lost one actually. Yeah, we, okay, we were so we 16, were fifteen out of sixteen. Yeah. Um. So take this with a grain of salt. What I'm about to say, because I have no idea if this is actually the case, but I could see it losing its luster in the same way that, like a, um, you know, a story game where once you've once you know the story, like an exit mm-hmm. game or you know something like that, you know the story, you know what's going to happen. Okay, I get it. I kind of figure this out. I'm ready to move on to something else. I could see it losing its luster in that way and like a legacy kind of aspect. Um, that's a negative for me, but I, but again, I don't fully know if that's the case because I'd haven't done that yet, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, that was my only negative, uh, in that sense was just straight up. Like I was, I was sitting back thinking like how much I like the tickle my brain itch, as I mentioned earlier, tickle scratch, what the heck what's happening right now with how much I like that about it. I do think going back through it again, though, maybe I'll be able to relive that experience if there's new players you know, us working together. But I do think that I'll kind of, it won't be as exciting. With that being said, the game is 15 bucks. If I can play anything 50 times for 15 (laughs) bucks, even if it's snappy and like, I mean, some of them are at the beginning over in like less than a minute. Right. I think we won the first trick that we were supposed to and the person won it and we won it and boom, it was over. And even some of the later (laughs) ones, because it's not like it's this like constant slog of oh man this one's like 10 times harder than the last one yeah. sometimes you get some breaks in there which i i actually really like yeah. i like that it's not just like progressively harder but you have some that can be hard but they're sure. also like can be really quick games yeah 
So I'll give like my that. I'll give my final thoughts. This game definitely surprised me. Um, I had really, honestly, I had low expectations for this game. Um, just didn't really want to play another trick taking game. I should have because it's really good. There's nothing. It doesn't overtake Rook. I still would rather play Rook if I'm going to get together with folks, um, unless I want a cooperative game, right? Unless we want to, unless we're just feeling nice. Uh, I really like this game, Dean. I'm going to give this a very solid seven and a half out of ten. Okay, which is a really good game, one that you'll suggest sometimes, right? That's... Eight eight is one that I'll suggest and uh, usually willing to play a seven. I'm in the middle. So, yeah, I will suggest it sometimes. I won't suggest it all the time, that kind of stuff. But I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm usually willing to play it for sure because you can play it pretty lickety-split. I'm thinking about buying this, Dean. I should have bought it. Amazon had it for $10 two days ago. Oh, wow. And I didn't buy it. Yeah. Because that's, that's, yeah, that's how little I was excited about it. I wouldn't even pay $10 for it because I knew you had Who it. Who would you play this with? My family. My parents, okay. my dad, my brother, really big trick-taking fans. They love trick-taking games. So, And there's, there's even times like around Christmas and Thanksgiving when we do bring it out sometimes that maybe finding that fourth player is a challenge. This is two to five players. I didn't, we didn't mention that. We don't need the fourth player. We can play with three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, like that, that about quite a bit. it. I like how there's such a a wide range of player count for a trick taking game. Two to five, that's awesome. I'm totally with you. Having a, a trick taking game where you can play an odd player count is a really big plus. It's cool, yeah. Um, which is difficult when you're playing a you know in a competitive way. Diamonds does that. You can play with mm-hmm. with odd number of people. Um, but the cooperative, it's much easier to do that. It's it's more of a natural flow. Um, I'm exactly there with you, John. I think wow. that this is one, um, this is one that I'm going to give a seven and a half as well. I think in, in the right group, you could play this for an entire night, you know, sure. and then still, you know, get to like 20 games or something and think, okay, we'll just play a few more <laughs> and then play for another hour, you know, that, and that's what we did last night. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I really, really like this one quite a bit and I totally get why this was in the, uh, was a game of the year category. I don't know about Kennerspiel, yeah. but I, but I do understand why it's in that. I think I do think it is more of an advanced. It can be pretty thinking in the game. Yeah, yeah. You so know. I I kind of get that, but it could have easily been in the in the Spiel des Jahres category too. I think. I yeah. I just I don't even care about that stuff anymore. Not that I don't care about the Spiel des Jahres and Kennerspiel, but trying to determine what's what, I'm just I'm kind of done with that. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is kind of weird that it fits in there. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I could, and I say that to say I agree with you. I could see it going in either one, you know? So, which is okay. Sorry. I, I am going to go down that rabbit hole for just a second. <laughs> Here we go. Just a second. I wasn't going to until I just looked at <laughs> this because I, I wanted to double check. My city was a nominee for the uh for the spiel I and know. my city could have easily been in a kinder spiel you there, know, yeah I there's think. my city gets just as complex i mean easily as complicated as this yeah so no, yeah. i think so but anyway i'll stop there but i just i it is difficult to make those distinctions sometimes but all that being said i totally get why i was up for a game of the year because this is a really fun game that really just you know it swept the board gaming world and i think it's it's one of those like the mind and Hanabi, but out of all of those, other than pictures, pictures out of the ones that you mentioned would be, I would say, my favorite out of those. Um, this would be my favorite of like the mind and Hanabi and all those. I think Easy. I, yeah, I was gonna say I think I like this better than Point Salad as well. Really? Yeah, I do. Okay. I gave I gave them both a. I think I gave Point Salad a seven and a half. I think I would rather play this than Point Salad. Um, it's not. It, it, this is definitely not as easy to introduce to new folks. I mean, it just depends on 
they don't have to be gamers, right? Have you played Spades before? They'll get this game in it quick. If they've never played a game like that, a trick-taking game. Trick-taking games are hard to explain to people who've never played one. I guess it's been a while since I've done I that. Have. So. It's, it'll, you'll be surprised. If you if you get someone that has never played a trick-taking game and you try to explain it to them, uh, sometimes it can be a, a challenge. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's right. But anyway, regardless, I mean, is this worth it for the for the ten? Absolutely, it's fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars normally. Yep. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with that. So that's a yeah. seven and a half from both of us. We both really enjoyed. Yeah, this was good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely check this one out. With the you know it, during holiday seasons, this is a good one to pick up for families for sure. Yep. So that is the crew. Let's move on to Paris. All right. So before we're finished with the crew, one thing that I wanted to bring up is we actually had a Meeple Town listener give us just some thoughts about whenever we did that trick-taking episode that I talked about earlier, uh, some thoughts about some trick-taking games from another country other than the U.S. of A. where we're at right now. So Dean, can you uh, read that little Meeple Town mailbag, bro? Yeah. So this is from Hamam uh, Zamami, uh, Zamzami, excuse me. And this is a um, uh, listener from Saudi Arabia said, love your podcast. Keep doing awesome. what you're doing. In your last episode, you asked for trick-taking games internationally. Well, in Saudi Arabia, almost every adult male plays a game called Balut. Balut. How do you spell that? B-A-L-O-O-T. Okay. Uh, We spend hours and hours just playing this game when teaching my friends other trick-taking games. I always reference Balut rules to simplify it. In the same way, you know, we talk about about Rook, which is what you grew up on. Um, We talk about... uh, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of those other games. I know a lot of people, you know, grow up on spades, yeah, um, or, or whatever. So anyway, that's I think that's really cool. That would be one super that cool. I, I really want to check that out. He actually sent a link to a YouTube video for us to see. I'm pulling him up um, already, man. I'm actually really intrigued by this. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to learn. I, yeah, something about me is I really love other cultures. So give me something from another culture, and I will eat it up all day long. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely want I, to so let us know. Out. Yeah. So if you're not in the US of A and you've got some good stuff like that, let us know because I can't wait. I'm actually, I'm pulling up on YouTube. I've got other stuff already here. <laughs> I'd like to learn how to play Balut. Plus, that's a pretty, that, that's a pretty fun word to say. Well, I, you know, okay, we can kind of end this, but I really love, like you have designer Thomas Singh who did the crew, okay, yeah. um, who takes all of these trick-taking games or whatever he grew up on, I would imagine there's one game that he grew up on out of the ones that we've talked about today and really kind of changed it and made it to his own thing, which I love that. I think that's, that's a so challenge, cool. isn't it? It is. It absolutely is. But I, I think that's one that people can relate to so much in lots of different regions of the world. So well done, Thomas. Did Singh. you know that we had someone from Saudi Arabia? That's pretty awesome listening to us. I did. That's he exciting. actually sent this email like a long time ago. Oh, so. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> Not too long. About a month ago, I guess. I'm excited so. about it. And now I want to yeah. play Balut. All right. There you go. All right. So anyway, that is the crew. Now on to Paris. Okay. Let's talk about another game, John. Let's talk about Paris. Ooh, all right. Let's do it, baby. Um, Paris is a game by Michael Kiesling and Wolfgang Kramer. Mm, never heard of You know of how them. much I like Kramer and Kiesling, John? <laughs> it grows every day. 
so, so much. Yeah. And I was hype on this game because I like them so much. Um, yeah, I wish I, w- wish I would have gotten the review copy. That's not a spoiler or anything. I just, I remember when you got it. I remember whenever you, I was like, dang it, I should have requested that first. <laughs> John, is a, John is a little jelly. Uh, I um, was when you got it. It wasn't me, but I'm happy for you, Dean. Yeah, we were actually, initially we were supposed to do a... Um, uh, we were going to do the the Kickstarter preview for this, and it just didn't work out. So anyway, I was really excited to get a final production copy of this one. But in Paris, you are looking at a board that has all of these different boroughs of Paris in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also on the board, you have the Arc de Triomphe, and that is going to be this like 3D cardboard piece in the center of those six boroughs. On your turn, your turns are pretty simple, okay? At the beginning of your turn, every time you're going to flip a tile over. You're going to flip one of the buildings over, and one of the buildings are going to go into that location. So the only strategy in that is you can see three different colors of tiles. You're going to pick one of those colors, and when you flip Mm -hmm. it over, it tells you exactly where to put it. So all these different boroughs look exactly the same. They all have a one, two, three, four, five, eight cost buildings, okay? Yep. And they're just going to go in those spots. The next thing you're going to do is choose between one of three options. The first one is you're going to take a key and move that key into one of the burrows or onto the arc. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you move into the burrow, each of those is going to have a different value from two to seven coins. We live in the right? burrow. We live in the burrow. Murphy's burrow is not actually on this board. Unfortunately. <sighs> That's a bummer. That's a shame. And you're going to take the keys and put them in there. Now, where you put them is important because... The lower value ones, that's going to be how much money you get. So if you put it in the 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 value two burrow, you're going to get two coins, two francs. Mm-hmm. All right. If you put it in the seven, if you put it in, um, uh, I forget which one that one is. It's the uh, oh goodness. There's six. There's five. There's four. Yeah, three, it's the two. red one. I just forget what the the red one is. Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just forget the name of it. I was trying to oh, trying to use the oh Mamantra. Mamantra is the the red one. So you put it in there, you're going to get seven coins, and that will be your whole turn. Okay. You can mm-hmm. also, for your second action, or for your second action, you could have taken a key that's already in a burrow or on the arc, and you could place it on one of those buildings by paying the cost associated with that. All right, so uh, let's say I want to put it on the number one building. I would pay one franc to the bank, and then I would put my key on that on that building. Now, some of the buildings are going to give you um, special abilities. Like the first one, for example, will let you take one of the bonuses, t- bonus tiles around the outside of the board, which is a big part of the game. There's a 30 a bonus yep. tiles. Um, there's more in, in more players. We're going to be talking about a two-player game, but in two-player game, it's one of each of those tiles. In more people, you have more of those tiles, uh, but they're still the same. Okay. Um, or they also might have these little tokens next to them. Some of them are going to be prestige tokens or resource tokens, and you'll take those and put those behind your your uh, little building, your mm-hmm. little player shield, okay? That's the second thing you can do is place that key. And then the third thing you can do is if there are no buildings left when you were supposed to start your turn off like that, all the buildings were already placed out on the board, then you will take one of the in-game tokens, um, Goodness, I don't have the rule book. They're just these French flags. And you're going to take one of those tokens and it's a random thing, like it's money or it's a resource or it's uh, victory points or whatever. You'll just take those. And once that stack of tiles is gone, that is going to trigger the end of the game. And that's the gist of how the game plays. Now, mm-hmm. the how all of that plays out is different because, you're again, the building tiles are going to give you different resources and different special abilities. Uh, but then also you're going to be gaining those bonus tiles, which are going to give you victory points and also allow you to get 
you know, more keys or allow you to get resources or money or whatever. You know, lots of different things that happen with those bonus tiles around the board. But that's the gist of how the game plays, right? Yes, it is. Was that was that short enough for you, John? Yeah, is it? Did you fall asleep? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of something else right now, actually, Dean. Can you <laughs> can you call back in a little bit and we'll finish the podcast? <laughs> I'll just give my review. John doesn't like this game. So. <laughs> wow, look at that. Do I? Or don't I? He does. That was a lie. All right. Or don't I? Or do I? Let's talk about art and components. Art and components. Let me go first because okay. I've I have I've seen the physical box. I've seen all the pictures of everything. Um, I think that from what I've seen, I really like it a lot. So let me just say that I don't know. How, I don't know about the quality of the components because I haven't put those components in my hands. Um, you know, the box is not as exciting for me as it is for Dean. Oh man, how can you say that? I think it's a nice box, but you've been wow. like goo goo gaga over it I, because it is just gorgeous. Yeah, it is beautiful. I mean, I like oh. the way the, the the game looks though. Everything looks. I like the color palette they chose. That kind of tealish whatever in the lighter colors. Yeah, the art on the on the on the cards of the buildings and everything is really nice. Yeah, this is uh, Andreas Reich, which is one of our one of our. Uh, artists that we talk about a lot actually mm-hmm. looking at great western trail um let's see what a, i think mumbasa is is one of the ones that he had done that's right lorenzo magnifico istanbul gugong a lot yeah. um th- there's a lot of really good art boxes chocolate factory that this artist has done we're we're fans we've talked about him quite a bit on this show yeah. i would say yeah. uh i really gosh i love the <laughs> i love me. the box cover of this I know, dude. You're like you're like drooling over it all the time. Now, components. I'll talk about those. Um, you you have these wooden keys and That's and then nice. these discs that each player gets, and then your little top hat person where you're gonna uh, take your bonus tiles. Like all those are really nice. The arc in the middle is really nice. It's this solid cardboard piece that goes there. Um, it is. It does have a little bit of the issue of uh, what's the Tekinu? You know, we talk about the obelisk in the center of the board. It's hard to see. Now, it gives you the option. That's why this is not a complaint at all for me. In fact, I will. I'll always play with it because it looks so beautiful. <laughs> but yes, you um, will. But it gives you the option. You don't have to put that out there. The only thing that that does is gives you an option to put keys on the arc. So that instead of, I didn't mention this, but when you place a key into onto a building in a different borough, that key has to have already has to already be in that borough, unless it's on the arc. The arc gives you no money like the other banks do. However, it allows you to place your keys in any of the boroughs, which is really yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's its only function, so you don't really need it. It's just it's just really pretty. Yeah. Um, another positive for me is the player screen. Now you might not know this just from looking at the pictures, but when you look at it, you might think key flower right there's a lot of those a lot of those games that have the the player screens that are just the the really flimsy yeah um, player screens i'm frustrated with those yeah they're yeah they're fine i think Mm -hmm. this is thick cardboard um those are fine but they wear out that's been my experience no no, no, or you mean the thinner other ones like they're, they're fine for a while but they start to wear out and that gets frustrating Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that's not the case in this game at all. They're really, really nice, thick cardboard. Um, it is kind of harder to reach, but like if you get a frunk all the way in the back corner of the player screen, it might. If you got giant hands, it might be difficult to reach in there and grab it. That's a problem with any of those player screens, I think, uh, yeah. that I've experienced. But it's not for me. I don't think it's a big deal. But anyway, I, I really like the components of this one. There you go. This is a really heavy box. 
super heavy. There's a lot of cardboard in here. It takes up some, some table space too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it, it's quite the table hog with the board yeah. itself, but then you also have to have your own little player area. Yeah. And then once you're taking those tiles and throwing them off the board, it's just this big mess, but a beautiful mess. <laughs> <laughs> Are you already tipping the hat to if you like it or not? Let's go into gameplay and say, what do you think? Okay, so um, this was one I was obviously looking forward to. One of the ones that Dean got that I'm actually looking forward to, you know. Like I said before, a lot of times he gets games and I, he forces me to play them, honestly. He makes me. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm like, Dean, please stop. You're really bothering me. And he's like, I don't care. You're going to play the game with me right now. And I'm like, Dean, I'm getting uncomfortable right now. And you're like, no, you're playing the game. Uh, what, what, is, what exactly is happening right now? I don't know. I just really miss looking at your face. Is that- Good gracious. (laughs) All right. So I was looking forward to this game. Um, You know, this is all about area majority, area control. I mean, that's a huge part of this game. And um, that's not my favorite mechanic. It's not that I don't like it. I mean, I like Blood Rage. I do enjoy a game like this, but I, my wife does not like those types of games because she gets really frustrated. Dean, we talked about this whenever she builds something up and someone comes and swoops it away. Right. And in this game, each borough, you're trying to get the most value of your buildings at the end of the game. And it can score a lot of points and it will score a lot of points for you. Right. For whoever wins those. That's hugely important in this game. Not the only thing that's important. There's other ways to score. Um, but that's that's very important. But I, And I'll say, you know what? I en- I actually enjoyed that aspect of it. I enjoyed the tension of man, Dean's winning this one and this one in this building. And man, the only way for me to to win this borough is to, what are the landscape? Is that what they're called? Landmark. Landmark. Yeah, I actually right. just pulled out the rule book just <laughs> in right. time. Yeah. The landmark tiles, which are, they're, they're on the side of the board. They're, they're, I wouldn't say very expensive, but they're more expensive than the other ones. Um, So for like Dean mentioned, that in the borough, they go from one to eight, what, six of them, and all of them, they don't have six and seven. But then after that, the, those landmarks, they start at like nine or 10, and they go up to, I think, 16. And those are values. Those are the cost of them, the cost in coins, but also the value. So if Dean is winning something, you know, he's got 16 points in a particular borough, and I've got four, then... Like, I have to go get one of those landmarks. Those can be super expensive. Then Dean could go buy one, though. And then just, like, I could do all this work and put it there and be like, yeah! They will score me points. But then Dean Dean goes and buys one because he already had the lead, and he gets the lead there. I like those decisions, though, don't you, Dean? Like, when to stay in the borough, when to battle it out, when to just, all right, I'm moving on to this other one because I really don't think I'm going to win this. Yeah, Trying to get in your opponent's head. It's really hard, I think. It is hard. Um, it's it's hard exactly what you're saying because you can you can plan, but at the same time you can't like fully plan. And if you yeah. and if you if you make a mistake of spending too many resources in there and then not gaining that territory, it can, be, it can be frustrating. You're still gonna get bonuses, right? You're still gonna get That's other right. bonuses from for being in those spots. But it's not just time, first place. It's not just first right. place. But it costs a lot of money to move into those territories to gain control of them. And if you not wasting it, but if you do, it feels like you're wasting it if you don't gain the point. Especially if you're, you know, a two player game. If you're, if John has 
double the amount of points or more than me, then yeah. I get zero points. And that's a challenge. Like that's, that's tough, but that's an interesting part. But it's not player. a negative. It's just like, it's a, it's challenging and it's, it's thinky about it, about how much resources you want to put into that territory. Another piece to it that makes it interesting though, is that whenever there, until there are four keys in a borough, there's no scoring tile there. As soon as there are, you get to pick the one who plays the fourth key gets to pick which scoring tile. I think that's really intriguing because some of them, you know, they can be worth 20 points for the winner versus 12 points for the winner. So you also have like some push your luck and stuff and they're like, okay, do I really think I'm going to win this one? Am I going to go whole hog to win this one? I'm going to put the big 20 in there. Or, wow, I'm really unsure. Maybe I'll just put a 14, you know, to where yeah. if, 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 if I get half the points that Dean does, I'll get seven and he gets 14. That's different, obviously, than 20 versus 10, you know? And that that's really intriguing. And I do like how the two-player version, um, it, I think it does. I'm just going to say real quick that it does play well. It, I think it's going to be better at higher player counts, but you have to score at least half the points, like Dean said. So if he has 20 points of worth of buildings and I have nine points worth, he gets all 15 point, 16 points and I get nothing. Right. That's a big yeah. deal. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. It and is. there's three <laughs> there's normally three people that score, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. There's that's only values. that's that's only in that um in that two player game that that works out that way. And so as, yeah. And that's why Dean said earlier it's not the worst if you don't win it. But you can't you gotta win some. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Well you have to. I mean you have to you know, when in our games, we've had, you know, typically three scoring territories, I think. Yeah. And if you don't score any of those, you're going to lose the you're game. You're going to lose probably. You know, even yeah. if there's lots of other places to get points. Like, so the first game that John and I played, um, we had three territories that scored, if I remember right. You scored mm-hmm. in all three of those territories. Now, I got a lot of points around those bonus tiles um, because yeah. you can get a lot of points from those. I got, you know, some that gave me points for however many keys I had on like the level eight territories or the level two territories, you know? Um, and I got a lot of points that way. And, and also you can get 24 points at the very last tile. If you have one of each of the different types of um, tiles that you control. So yeah. each one of those buildings represents something like a restaurant or a, uh, what are the other ones? Um, goodness gracious. I don't know. I, I don't they don't actually say on the tiles. They're just pictures yeah. of them. Um, but if you have all those different types and a landmark, if I remember, is that right? All the different types, and then you get twenty-four points. There's you, several different scoring tiles at the end. So oh, oh, to, oh! Um, you get twenty-five points, I think, if you have all twenty-five points. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of points that you can score from those different things around. However, if you get if you get beat in all of those territories it's going to be really difficult to come back from that. I think. Even if Especially, you get the second place points. That's right. And, and it's, yeah. you know, John, I mentioned he beat me in all three. One of those, he actually got more than double points. So I got zero points. So you beat me pretty handily that first game. And a lot of that was because of that area, uh, area control aspect that I just wasn't paying enough attention to. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you came back and beat me the second game. So it was a little bit, that was a little more close, more, maybe more fun. Cause it was closer. I mean, maybe, maybe less fun for me because I lost, but, <laughs> but yeah. it was, it was good though. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a fun game. Yeah. I like but the I, way but I like that. There's different ways that you can score points. I do too. That. I guess, you know, I, I, I don't think you can just focus on one and not, you know, and not pay attention to any of the other ones. Cause John was still getting point tiles from around the outside of the, the bonus tiles. 
uh, he was still getting those. It was just that, you know, he was getting so many more points from the area control. And that's, that's another piece that I like to the game is that Rondell around the edge. You can only, you know, go one trip around the entire game. And so you are going, man, which, which ones of these are the most valuable for me to pick up? Right. And if you get one of the four fives or eights, you don't get any of them. You know, you don't get to go there. So you're making those decisions. Those some certain builders are going to have higher scores. They're going to also give you some different resources that are super valuable. But, you know, some of these bonuses are just like Dean said, score you a ton of points in this game um, can get you extra keys, you know, different things like that. So there I really like that. And I really like how I feel like with um, Kiesling Kramer, Kiesling in general, a lot of his games are all about timing. And I feel like this game timing is a big deal like remember the first game d when i jumped so far ahead at the end and i thought i was gonna lose because i just went a little too far ahead too early um yeah and and but you wanted that same tile as well you know and so it was like when to jump ahead to make those significant jumps when to hold back and go ahead and let the player pick up more you know let them jump ahead and you'll just pick up the scraps and could score a lot of points that way you did that the second game yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, I mean, it's it's fully about that timing that you're talking yeah. about. Um, How much time is left in the game, which is interesting too, because you have those, it doesn't end until, you know, your buildings are gone and then all those, the French flags are flipped over. Well, the first game, like I'm flipping those French flags like they're hot because I'm wanting the game to end because I know I have the lead and Dean's not flipping any of them. I'm like, dang it, Dean, flip some. <laughs> so this game can end and you were catching up, even though I had a significant lead. Yeah, because I think a big part of it for me is I, I guess I don't always do this, but I try to start off with getting those lower value tiles. Yeah. And then, you know, because with the lower value tiles, you get the bonus tiles. Um, The one and the two, they give you the bonus tiles. Three, you can also get a bonus tile, but it costs you money. Um, And then four gives you, uh, four gives you nothing. Five gives you nothing. And then eight gives you two victory points. Yeah. Um, and then each of those also gives you resources or prestige points. Okay. But what I was trying to do is take the early to take the lower one so that I could get all of these bonus tiles that I could, you know, just rack up on all these bonus tiles. And then later in the game, focus on moving those keys up into different spots. Uh, and that's why, that's why I had so much more to do at the end of the game. So I was like, I don't want this game to end because if it does, John's <laughs> yeah. going to win. I need a little bit more time to be able to build up all of these tiles that are the neat, keys. Though position yeah absolutely i think that's really cool yeah i think it's really cool initially honestly like the tiles the uh the the end of the game tiles that was one of the biggest concerns i had reading this rule book i thought that's gonna be yeah you said that before we even really got into the game in game tiles that's what they're called because i thought you're just randomly drawing tiles at the end of the game like that's that's all you're doing which is true you are randomly drawing tiles but if you're the one who is just randomly draw, drawing those tiles and the other players aren't, there's probably something wrong, right? Like sure. you're, you need to be able to, to have done more at the end of the game. So that just that all that does in the in the way that this was designed, all that does is really like change the timing of when the game ends. Which, when you say it's all about the timing, those endgame tiles can be huge for yeah. delaying the game or ending it as soon as you possibly can. I love that aspect of it. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I do too. Let's do it. Let's 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 give our scores. All right. Uh, let me mention one thing. So we okay, okay we played this on um, tabletop, tabletopia, tabletopia. Mm-hmm. 
that's where we were playing those, uh, playing this game. We we have the basic copy of this game. There's also a deluxe copy that was kickstarted. Um, we did not play with that, and I'm honestly way okay with this. I didn't mention this in the in the production, like in the art and components, but the, all those tiles are wooden tiles. They're upgraded to wood, so the prestige tokens, all the resource tokens, and the building tiles are all wood and metal coins. Can you imagine how heavy that box would be? <laughs> this box is already heavy, and and an insert in there. This is already a heavy box with all that stuff. That's got to be, whew, that's got to be really heavy. But anyway, we just put, we have the regular. The Dean has of this baby muscles. They hurt his baby. arms. <laughs> it hurts his little. It hurts his baby arms. It hurts his baby arms. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's let's talk about our final thoughts. So for me, I really like this game. I yeah. tend to really like uh, Kiesling Kramer games that they do together. Uh, I mean, a lot. I, if if they put something out, I am I'm all about it. I really want that game because I think it's going to be really good. It's this midweight Euro, although I think this is maybe a little on the heavier side than some of their other stuff. Would you say that's right? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, no. I, w- I don't think so. I mean, it's. I think it's heavier than like some of those other games that we looked at. Now, uh, um, uh, like Riverboat. I think this is a little bit thinkier, crunchier than Riverboat. Mm. Little, little crunchier than. I feel like uh, it's maybe about not the same. crunchier than Heaven Nail, I guess, but probably around that same. But they tend to be in that that weight range that I really like. That that midweight Euro. Yeah. And I really like this game, John. I like this a lot. I like it a lot better. After reading the rules, I was like, okay, I think I might like this, but I don't know if I'm going to really like it. Yeah. I think I really like it. So right now, at this very moment, I'm at an eight on this is on this mm. one. This is one I like a lot. Uh, it's one that I'm going to suggest. Um, it's, it's probably more like the crew was on that higher side of seven and a half, closer to eight. Yeah. This one's on the higher side of eight, closer to eight and a half, but I'm still going to stick at an eight because... Uh, I don't know how this one's going to fare long term if it would stay in that eight and a half spot. So I'll keep this one into eight. Wow. Well, you know what, Dean? I have very similar thoughts um, for you. Keys and Cromer, great. Amazing. Uh, great games. This game, I like the area majority part. Um, I like the way that you're not, that's not the only way to score points, though. And hey, you have those building, those bonus tiles that are around the, um, like at the rondelle around the, the city there. I think that's really smart. I think this game is really easy to understand. Fairly easy to understand, but the decisions kind of wrench at your guts. You know what I mean? Your guts. Your gut. They wrench at your They're gut. They're gut wrenching. They're gut wrenching. You know? <laughs> and so you're like, oh, oh. And I love that. I like games. I mean, Feld has those decisions making, you know, points, right? Where it's not like super complicated. You're just like, what do I do? You know? Yeah. Um, now, there can be a little bit of that when, um, like really thinking through a lot of choices when you're moving around the bonus tile around the edge. Cause I mean, you can go to the end if you want to, right. You can right. sit there and you can go, man, I've got 30 choices to start the game off with or whatever it is, you know, obviously you're not going to jump to the end at the very beginning, but that, you know, there can be a lot of choices there, but I like that. I, I like that. I like that. There's almost, it felt, I think one of the elegance is a term I use with some games, you know, I, hopefully we don't overuse it, but I felt like an elegant game. I'm giving it eight out of 10 as well. Dean, um, oh, wow. okay. and I'm giving it eight out of 10 with, I mean, it could go up. It could go up. Um, I thought about that. Like I sat back and thought, well, this is one that I could see rise. Maybe not. Uh, they did a great job with this game. You know, I don't feel like this game is getting enough. I mean, people are talking about it, but I don't know if they're talking about it as much as they should be, Dean. I think this is a really solid game for this year. 
This will probably make my top 10 of the year. You? I'm thinking through that. I think I, it I'll will. Have to look at that. I think at this moment, it's it's close for sure. Um, yeah. It, it, I think it, it does at this moment, but some other things could bump it out. But it's going to be at least talked about in there. Yeah, we still have a lot of games that we really want to get played. Um, but I'm with you. I, th- I think that at this very moment, it it is in that range. I just don't know if that's where it's going to end up landing or not. There you go. Uh, but we're really on the same page. So we both gave seven and a half to... <laughs> we did. Wow. Have we done that before? Have we double and reviewed and gave it the exact same scores? We have. I'd, I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure we've done that before. Wow. Uh, and then double eights for both of us on Paris. Definitely check this one out. They... I think I would say knocked it out of the park again. I mean, they just they really game. work well together, put out a lot of good games. So anyway, eight from both of us. Now, is it, is it worth oh, it? Is it worth it? You no, almost skipped over it. You okay. almost skipped over it. All right. I'm pulling up board game prices right now to look this up. I, I, I know what it was last time I checked on a particular website, but let me just see where we're at here. 40 bucks. 40 bucks, Dean. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that that was one thing that was really intriguing to me was that it was. I mean, that's that that's that mini mart card house how card has smooth. Yeah, I can't even talk. What are you What are you saying? Card there? house has it for it's unavailable now. It's forty five dollars. So the the deluxe edition is is more, but the basic version is forty forty five dollars. Totally worth it. Absolutely, I think, I think it's definitely. You know worth how many it. you know how many punch boards were in the box? I don't know. I don't get you excited don't do. about punchy stuff. Do you? Do you like that? Oh no, I, I I'm not like I know some people love some that. people I'm love punching. I hate it. I hate I it's a strong too. word, but I don't like it. I don't love it. I, yeah, I'll say that it's not like I don't get joy out of doing that. Maybe because we get a lot of games, and that's a lot of games to punch. Yeah, but I know people that do, and that's not my point. My point is the amount of cardboard that is in this box. There's 17 punch boards, if I remember right. Yeah. This game is, it's heavy. So to be around that 40, 45 price range, I think is a really good deal for where you're going to get in the box. Now, most of it is cardboard. It's not a lot of wooden pieces. There's a lot of those wooden keys, but they're pretty small keys. And anyway, not a lot of other components, but there's still a lot in the box. So there you go. That's good. I think it's way, way worth it from my yep. perspective. Yep. Eight for me, eight from John. Now tell people how they can get in touch with us. If you are enjoying our podcast or if you're not, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can rate us. We would like to have a rating. We'd like to, you know, talk about ratings a little bit more. We haven't done a session on that or a segment on that in probably about a month now. MeepleTownGames.com has all of our stuff, including some MeepleTown swang. At MeepleTownGames on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're BoardGameGeekGill3407. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. All right. So what's next on the docket, John? Well, you know, we didn't talk about, Dean, whether we like this better than Cartographer. So someone's going to have to get to the secret end of the episode to hear this. What did you like better, the crew or Cartographers? Oh, with the crew. I got you. Okay. Um, I think... Ooh, this that's, is a, a that's a one. really tough one for me. It's really close. I think I might give the edge to the crew. I think honestly. I might be... I, I think at this moment I'm leaning towards the crew just because... I think I can begin. Ugh, I think I'm going to be able to get it out, get it to the table more. That's true. Cartographers is one I really like, but it's, it seems like weird to get it to the table sometimes. I've been playing the heck out of the Cartographers app. Oh um, yeah, I'd like to play so, that. Yeah, it's still really close. I if if yeah. either one of these were at the table, I would. Pro- it's it pretty much be a wash for me. I, like I gave them the same score, but I, I may give the edge to the crew for the moment.